Blessings, this is Pastor Larry Inclan with Living 412. We want to welcome you to this week's program. I have the honor and the pleasure of sitting with my wife, Sarita Inclan. Hello, God bless you. All right, and we want to get right into the scripture this afternoon. Uh, let's look at 1 John chapter 2. I repeat, it's going to be 1 John chapter 2. And the scripture says, We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. However, I'm sorry, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Mm-hmm. That is so hard. And... Um, <laughs> That, to me, is a perfect uh, expression of how we are supposed to model our life and what we have on the inside should reflect on the outside. So true. Um, And vice versa. If we claim to have the Lord on the inside, right, our acts, our, our expressions, our words, everything on the outside should reflect. And, and you know that all this time that we've been doing these programs, a lot of times I'll say that, that my biggest struggle, and, and, and I may not have ever come right out and said it directly, that my biggest struggle is judgment. But, you know, with all the testimonies I've given, it's, it always sort of gears that way. And it's not with any malicious intent. I never maliciously think I'm going to judge someone. But I often find myself doing it and it's sort of like when you're teaching your children and you're 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 showing them you know this is how you should live your life or this is how you should do things in life or things like that right you give them the rules or the things the that they sh- the guidance mm-hmm. of the things that they should obey and when you see them not doing it you get frustrated and you get upset it's like you know better you know yeah. better and you're not doing it so it's like it's almost the same for me with how the Bible gives us the guidelines, the Bible gives us the law, you know, uh, thou shalt not uh, <laughs> put any idols above God, you know, things like that. And, and, and the, the guidance and the, and the things that he wants us to be obedient with, you know, the fruits of the spirit and love. And, and I find myself being judgy based on those things. You know, knowing what we are supposed to be as human beings, knowing what we are supposed to do as Christians, knowing what we're supposed to do as a as a child of God. And yet I get so judgy. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I think a problem that we have is that we tend to measure people according to our expectations. Right. And that's how we tend to become a judge when we shouldn't and that's where we will fall short with what this is asking us to do because i know in my bible it says love and hatred for fellow believers and i would even go as far as to say you know even if it's even if you're not even doing it towards believers and you're doing it towards like everyone not just in other Mm -hmm. words believers like you're doing it with just everyone people in your family friends acquaintances people who you work with it it's extremely challenging but it a lot of times like for me personally i seen myself 
saying, looking at the commands that the Bible tells me to follow, saying, okay, that's what I'm going to do for me. I'm going to follow these commands. I'm going to be obedient. But oftentimes, like I said, becoming so harsh and so judgmental, whether it's with myself or with others. Yeah, we fall into the trap of religious thinking. Exactly. And that's exactly what he doesn't want us to do. Well, that's what he was he, talking to. He's asking us to love one another mm-hmm. as he has loved us. And what does that mean? This is the part where we have to realize all of the acts that Jesus did, all the relationships that he built, all of the uh, communication that he established, um, all the interactions. When you really start to analyze that, you'll see that he left us a model to follow. He's not asking of us something that he didn't already experience. He's asking us to do what he did. So what does that mean? So in in John 13, he says that uh, he he clearly states that a new command I give to you to love one one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. So he's saying people will see that you love one another. It's not just about you saying that you love me, you have a relationship with me. People will need to see it. So if we call ourselves Christians or if we call ourselves believers, if we call ourselves, you know, children of God on the inside, that should reflect on the outside. People will see that you are my disciples. Yeah. And so it's almost like, well, it's also like when he said, I am in the father and the father is in me. Mm -hmm. You know, if you come to me, you're coming to the father. Then for us, it's, I, you know, Jesus is in me, I am in him, and you will see Jesus through me. It should be a reflection. And he gives us examples. So now, how do we do that? So Jesus, first and foremost, had compassion for people. And we have to be able to express that ourselves. He was amazingly compassionate with people that at that time by the religious thinking or the religious folks didn't deserve compassion didn't deserve mercy didn't deserve hope they were just sinful or unclean um you know such as a leper you know uh, so for him he had compassion and love for people that was not just hidden it was an outward expression he wasn't afraid to show it publicly He wasn't afraid who was around him. He loved people in public. And I and I was I remember we were talking yesterday and I said, you know, the the, what it boils down to is that everybody deserves everyone deserves to be close to Jesus. Everyone deserves to be in his presence, be near to him, be everyone deserves access to him, to be able to talk to him. Everyone deserves that. That's why, you know, I can say the 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 woman with the, f- the issue of fluid of blood, she deserved to reach him. She deserves yeah. to be near to him. The woman by the well, she deserved to be near to him. Mm-hmm. The woman who, g- you know, gave the, the alabaster, box. alabaster box, she yeah. deserved it. The man who was suffering with leprosy, he deserved it. They all deserved it. And, yeah. and people didn't think that they deserved it. And, 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 and they were looked down on. I'm telling you, and I, even for me, these are these are people who n- knew the prophecies. 
they knew the they learned they knew the law they knew the word of god they knew all of all of it and yet they allowed for the traditions the rules the 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 man-made laws and things like that to get in the way what was it that we called it not just traditions but the like I guess, yeah, we'll stick with that word, with tradition, you know, the, the, the traditions of everything. And for me, it's it's literally the same thing. And it's funny because, like, over the years, I've obviously found myself, chip, you know, uh, that by the grace of God, it's been chipped away mm-hmm. from me. But still to this day, I've struggled with that system, if you will, you know, that system of, of uh, you know, you can you can you everyone deserves love everyone deserves jesus but you know when you're finally in the door uh you know there's certain guidelines there's certain things that you can and can't do so you become i became so judgy like making sure that i look to see that they're following and they're doing everything according to what i thought according to my own standards what I thought was a child of God, what I thought, you know, or the merited rules that you, were set in merited place. you, yeah, merited yeah. you to be close to God. Like what? Yeah. Before you play, you have to do X amount of uh, uh, weeks or studies or before you get baptized. Here's, you know, take this month long course right. before you. Um, and, you know, every church has their own set of rules and regulations that that they go by and, you know. That's to each his own. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong, but uh, for me, as long as we do not become just judgmental towards the person. Correct. You know, for me, I I took those things. I took that and I just implemented it everywhere mm -hmm. in life. And it caused me, like I said, to become this judgmental person. You know, like in other words, if if you want a life with christ great wonderful let's let's help you get a life of christ but it's almost as if i had these steps that you had to take in order to to achieve this life of christ forgetting that <laughs> even me myself in the many years that i've been serving the lord all my through all my ups and downs and through all my greatest moments and my worst the most ugly moments still god was always there Telling me, come to me, just come to me, just keep coming to me. Yeah. And it's amazing to see how he continued to show compassion and love towards people time and time again. Uh, we see so many accounts in, in, in the scriptures where he was big, obviously, on healing. Uh, every time we we encounter a moment that he had. And um, it, there was always a change, you know, every time he had an experience with someone that needed healing, the change came. You know, the the scriptures say that uh, the blind received sight, the lame began to walk, those who had leprosy were cleansed, the deaf were able to hear, dead were raised and the good news was proclaimed. And it just nonstop uh, compassion for people that didn't by tradition standards or religious standards didn't deserve it but jesus every time he saw a crowd every time he saw people every time he saw somebody that was uh 
mistreated or unfairly judged, he always stood up for them. Um, whether it was children, women, uh, what it didn't matter. It didn't matter to him. He felt everyone deserved that love, that he had that compassion. He saw them, according to Mark um, 36, if I'm not mistaken, um, when he saw people, he saw them like a sheep without a shepherd. And I, that to me, reading that gave me so much clarity that you have to realize a lot of these people that perhaps are in sin or perhaps are not well or whatever you want to call it. Can it be that they just don't have a shepherd? They don't have someone to give them guidance. Let's talk about children, for example. You know, there's sometimes there's kids that are in school that they seem to be so troublesome. They seem to always get in trouble. They seem to uh, have issues, whether it's academic or, um, you know, just outside of school. Why are they? Why is there always trouble? And you have to look at what's going on at home. Yeah, like we quickly want to label them as a trouble as a troubled child. Yeah, yeah and, like and it's not fair because now again we're becoming judges instead of saying, "What is this person? What is this child lacking at home that makes them have to?" act out the way they're acting out, not get the grades that they know very well that they can get, or maybe they're just uh, academically challenged, but no one is sitting with them to teach them. Mm -hmm. So what are they lacking at home? So instead of becoming judgmental, we need to turn our perspective around and say, is there any way that I can affect this child's life? Mm -hmm. What is it that they're lacking? And a lot of times it takes being able to listen and that's one of the things I loved about Jesus, that he was always attentive. He listened. He wasn't always quick to speak like we are. We we tend to be quick to have an answer to something. Um, you told me that sometimes. You always have an answer. Um, and it's, it's possibly like a defense mechanism, mm -hmm. you know, that we often put up. We put up either a wall or we're quick to uh, just give some thought or answer or solution when it's – not always the case. It's, it should be, you know what, let me listen to you. Exactly. Let me listen to what's going on at home. Let me listen to why you're feeling hurt. Why are you struggling with this situation? Mm -hmm. And Jesus was a listener. He always paid attention. He was attentive to the needs of the people before reacting. That, to me, is something key for us to be able to have to model. Um because a lot of times the the answer is already within the person. You know, if if you really sit down and, and talk to, let's say, a, a couple, let's say a couple that's struggling in their marriage, husband has an attitude, he doesn't treat their wife right, he doesn't uh, treat the kids right, and, and they're going through problems, and you really sit down and listen to the father speak, you ask, let me talk. Tell me about your upbringing. Tell me about your family growing up. And when you start asking the, those types of questions, you'll start to realize, oh, I didn't have a dad growing up. So how do you expect this young man to be a father who never had a father, a sheep without a shepherd? So instead of judging this, per this man that doesn't know how to love his wife or his kids or his family in general, 
okay, let's get to the bottom of it. Why why are you struggling with this? And what that's what makes a great listener. It's like he, that's exactly what Jesus would do. He would yeah. sit there when he was at the well and he would he talked to the woman and he asked her questions and she you know gave accounts and gave her thoughts and gave her opinions and and he it's like he always did that with people. He always caused them to think. And he let them speak. Yeah, he always caused them to sort of, okay, I, I, we're getting somewhere. I, I, you know, now I un, I'm understanding where you're at, but now I need you to understand where you're at, mm -hmm. and I need you to come too. Yeah. You know, as the prodigal son, he came too and realized. It's like he always tries to get us to come too and realize, and open I, up our, in our eyes. In our own conversation, yeah. Yeah, and so it wasn't it wasn't that he would come at us with condemnation it would it was that he would come at us to try and like he would ask us and converse com converse with us to get us to realize to get us to come yeah, to and open like up our eyes. like yeah. the uh the instance of the woman that was caught in sin and she was going to be stoned and they offered jesus to partake like come on jesus join us let's stone this woman right and he's listening to them and he flips it on them Okay, let it be the one without sin to cast the first stone. And then one by one, it says that by rank, they all started going away. They all dropped their stones and they left. He didn't say much to them. Okay, if, if we're going to be the judges, yeah, because he's right? They, if they we're going to be the executioners. Him, oh, the, the law says that we have to stone, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you without sin, go ahead. You throw the first one. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I think I think I think I hear somebody calling me at home. Look, yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> right? And and that's what he does. He just he doesn't he didn't accuse them of anything. If you notice, yeah. he didn't say you're a sinner. He said, "All right, he who is without sin, let him throw the first stone." They put condemnation on themselves. Like, um yeah, I think I better leave right now. He didn't judge them. And that's why I feel like a lot of the things that he told us, you know, um, uh, you have heard because the law told you that if you committed adultery, this would happen. But I, I tell you that if you so much as think you're committing adultery, you're committing a sin, you know. So it's like he always wanted us to be more focused, which is why it says, you know, don't focus the, uh, on the speck on your in the person's. I, when you have a log yourself, it's because Jesus was making an emphasis on don't focus so much on who's following the law and who's not following the law, who's being obedient, who's not being obedient, but focus more on you and mm -hmm. your obedience and how you're treating others. And when how you do that, that's yeah. what the verse in first John two says. It says, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. If we, we, if I do it, if I keep his commands, then that means I've come to know him. And whoever says I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar. And then you're, I'm going to go and I'm going to focus on, it's sort of like the way that I have noticed that the way that I've done stuff. It's like, so I convict myself and say, all right, I need to be obedient in this. And all of a sudden, because I'm focused on my obedience, now I'm also going to pay attention to everybody else's obedience too, not just my own. 
and that's not the yeah. way to do it so it's like when someone comes to me to ask me for advice i'm so focused on my obedience and how i'm supposed to do it how the holy spirit is convicting me to do it and telling me how i should do it that that's the way that i'm gonna advise somebody else that's incorrect that's not the right way to do it because everything the holy spirit deals with everyone different yes the fruits of the spirit are all the same but god is always going to deal with everyone differently and that's i think something that we all forget and that's why he makes such an emphasis on that we should focus on how we are being obedient and that the most the greatest commandment towards others was to love love them as you love yourself and when we love ourselves we're the way that we do that is by being obedient to god mm. if we are obedient to god that means we're showing love to ourselves because god is does god doesn't ask us to do anything negative or harsh or bad against ourselves so if we are obedient to him ourselves we ourselves then we in turn are receiving his love and when we do that then we're able to love others and when we love others that's the greatest commandment and we're fulfilling that but we can't go beyond that i, I remember obi telling us yesterday he was like you know we we can't be so worried about what god's gonna do with the person after he after we go our interaction a, yeah after yeah. our interaction like whatever oh if we're being obedient to god and we're and we're showing love to this person we can't go beyond that we can't let it go beyond that we gotta love on them be obedient to them you know if it's if it if it if it causes call if he calls us to forgive them forgive them but don't worry about what how far that forgiveness is gonna go whether what they're gonna do with that forgiveness don't worry about what's going to happen to them because God's the one that's going to take care of that. Mm -hmm. Our job is to keep guiding them, uh, to keep loving them, to keep uh, helping them on their journey as they allow because it always it also takes the other person to allow you into, into their life and just help them on their walk as best as possible. But do not become judgmental. Do not uh, make them feel like they are less, you know, because that is completely opposite of what jesus did he he showed respect he showed compassion he showed um uh, he showed love he always encouraged people absolutely you know and he he the the amazing part is he didn't give up on people no and that's where we need to also do our best to model after that it would be so easy to say, oh, this person doesn't listen to me. I'm just never going to give them advice anymore. Because, you know, I've heard that before. Why am I going to keep advising this person? They don't listen anyways. They're going to do what they want to do. And that's because we're thinking we want them to listen to what we want them to do. And it's not that way. It's like OB was telling us yesterday. You know, we do our best to to show people, to talk to people. But ultimately, it's it's a relationship that they need to have with God. It is our job to help lead them as best as possible 
um, again, again, you know, like like sheep without a shepherd. So if if it's your turn to to shepherd them, do the best you can. The shepherd doesn't want to hurt his sheep. You know, he guides them. He protects them. He wants to love them and, and cares for them. They have value. These sheep have value to a shepherd. So that's the way that we have to see people. Hey, while they're under my care, while they're in my living room, while they're in my um, I, I don't care if you're sitting at Starbucks having a conversation while they're under your time. Listen, respect them, love them. Pay attention. Um, and don't worry about anything else. Yes. Just just be like Jesus as best as you can. Be a good listener. Um, give advice when you're asked to give advice. Um, and always make sure it's biblical. Yes. Always. But that's that's where it, it's important for us to be able to study the scriptures because there are going to be many times where the Lord is going to send people to you uh, for counseling and you might be like i'm not a counselor what are we doing here but you know what you're a friend you're a brother you're a sister you're a teacher you're a co-worker you're a police officer talking to another police officer that is going through something in their marriage you're a a, a barber that's you know cutting the hair of this young kid that doesn't have a father at home but sees you as 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 somebody of importance it, there's so many reasons why you need to be able to be on top of your scriptures, be filled in the spirit so that when you have these interactions the way Jesus did, you're ready. Not ready um, according to what you want, according to what you think, but in according to what the Lord has been asking us to do. And, and every time I fall short, and I'm gonna and until the day I die, but every time I fall short, I just repent, guys. I repent and I come back to Jesus I come back to him because he knows best and he does it best. And 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 I guarantee that 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 as long as you just keep doing that and 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 keep allowing yourself to receive his forgiveness, his instruction, his correction, I guarantee that you will continue to be successful successfully being obedient to him. Cuz that's really what we're after. I'm not after fame, I'm not after nothing i'm not after anything but obedience to christ yes amen amen and that's what uh we strive for every day man we could uh we could keep going on this conversation but um we'll we'll close with that we want to thank you for the opportunity um to simply uh, be a voice of encouragement uh a voice of of love and um it's it's an honor to be able to just just share our thoughts with you and we'll continue to do so as the lord allows um i also want to want to share some very good news uh which i don't believe i've shared yet um on this um i guess on this method but we do have now a podcast the podcast can be found on both itunes Spotify, um, also on Stitcher, and on Amazon. So if you go to any one of those and go to your podcast, you can type in Living 412 and you can listen to it any time of day. Um, you could also get an alert 
right to your phone whenever a new program is loaded. Yeah, and if you missed the scripture when you were listening to us here, you can go right over to it and you can rewind it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, uh, God has been so gracious, and we're thankful that we're using every possible method to uh, reach people, and that's the bottom line, just to see how we can help in the little bit that we know, a little bit that we can um, uh, pass along. If it's a blessing to others, that's all we want to do. So, yeah, so just look us up uh, on any of those formats. That's on Apple, um, Spotify, Amazon, and um, and Stitcher. Pretty soon we'll also be available on Google Play. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at um, inclanministries06 at gmail.com. Send us a message, your thoughts, suggestions, prayer requests, whatever it is. We want to be able to... Um, communicate with you. If you want to watch our services, you can watch us at uh, facebook.com backslash HC Vineland. That's Home Church Vineland. So we just abbreviated to HC Vineland. But yeah, we want to thank you guys. It's been amazing and we look forward to next week's program. We love you guys. God bless you all. <laughs>